she was bullied ostracized and one day she gets pushed too far and in the words of this king of horror the world exploded hello my beautiful listeners those were a couple of lines about the book i have for you today i'll reveal the name in a bit but first welcome to the first episode of season 2 of forgotten books I am the greedy reader and this is my podcast where I bring you books that have slipped from our minds and have got lost from our memories. In season 1 I had focused purely on books from the distant past like Citadel by AJ Cronin and Tim by Colleen McCullo. But in this season I'll also be talking of those books that are of recent origin but which I feel need to be talked about more. and i'll also be talking about translated works of regional literature like my favorite pothar panchali in a later episode of course another new feature i have added to the season is a book recommendation at the end of each episode where i'll be telling you about or rather i'll be recommending a book which is very similar to the forgotten book of that day I'm quite excited about this and I really hope you guys enjoy it too you know this new feature that I'm bringing in I hope you guys have been doing well taking care of yourselves and also doing a bit of reading in between well for me life has been a little bit hectic but I'm so 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 glad to be here with you guys today for new listeners let me tell you a little bit about myself and then we'll jump into today's forgotten book I am the greedy reader and as my name suggests I am passionately in love with books I also write poetry and you can find that on my Instagram page at the greedy reader I do book review videos on my YouTube channel the greedy reader so basically I am a greedy person who is very greedy about books okay I'm a person who's totally in the world of books and words and writing and Anyway, enough of that. Now let me jump into today's forgotten book before you guys run away. Okay? So, today I have got for you the debut novel of the master of horror, Stephen King. Yeah, I'm talking about Carrie, the story of a very tormented teenager in small town America. And Stephen King actually wrote the first 3 pages and then he threw it in the trash because he felt that he could just not understand the mind of a person like carrie and later it was his wife tabitha who found those discarded pages and uh, she you know she reassured him that she would help him she would help him with understanding the female mind and that's how carrie came into being and it was published in 1974 initially only the hard cover version was released and it sold very modestly Later a movie version of the book was released directed by Brian Palma and that was a super hit. So this again rekindled attention on the book and the paperback version was released and then there just was no looking back. So let's move on to the story. Now this was one of the first books that openly talked about the dangers of a fanatic fundamentalist belief in a religion. and how it destroys people's minds so it was banned in some parts of america during those times now it's not <laughs> 
So the narrative moves between the lives of the characters and newspaper reports of a particular incident, then also research papers on Carrie's life that was done much later, many years later. So Carrie White, our Carrie, is a teenager who's almost 17 years old. She is the daughter of Margaret White, a very disturbed, fanatic, religious woman. Margaret is filled with hatred for all the things that are described as sins in the Bible. You know, she has an unhinged mind that has got worse over the years. And she leads a life of isolation from her neighbours and from the community. So Carrie too has been kept away from outside influences. Carrie has been kept away from normal people. And Carrie's father dies when she's still a tiny baby. And so it is Margaret who is the controlling factor in Carrie's life. So the novel starts with a scene that is extremely disturbing. Please let me give you a warning. Carrie is having her first menstrual period while she is showering in school after her gym class. So this is a common shower rooms where all the girls have come and they are showering and they are talking and they are laughing, they are joking. So Carrie is a person who is an outcast. You know, she has been bullied over the years. Ever since she's been attending school, she has been facing bullying from other students by her peers. And she has somehow tried, you know, but all her attempts to try to fit in somehow just made matters worse. So on this day, Carrie is showering. She hates it because she's very uncomfortable about her body. And she's she feels that she's very ugly. So she hates showering in front of the other girls. But again, she tries it because she's trying to fit in. And while uh, this is happening, uh, Carrie has her first periods. And blood starts trickling down her legs. And it's the other girls who notice that first. And they start pointing fingers at her. They start mocking her. And sadly, they start throwing tampons at her. Carrie has no idea what's happening. She was she's wondering why the other girls are throwing things at her because she doesn't know what a tampon is. She doesn't know what a menstrual period is. And suddenly Carrie notices the blood flowing down her legs and this poor child thinks that she's dying and she starts screaming. And hearing this, the gym teacher runs in and initially the teacher too gets annoyed with Carrie, wondering why she's not doing something about her period. And then that woman realizes that Carrie does not know what is happening to her. So immediately the teacher sends out all the other girls. She helps Carrie to clean up and she takes Carrie to the principal's office and gets her permission to go home early. But by then the damage has been done. Um, Carrie walks home. I mean, she goes home and she expects some kind of comfort from her mother. But her mother just flares up. Her mother gets extremely angry with Carrie and uh, says that she has been tainted by the blood coming from her body. And Margaret shuts Carrie in a closet, in a dark closet, which has been her punishment ever since she was a child. And uh, while those events in the shower room were happening, the teacher had noticed certain things. One was that a light bulb had exploded. And a rack of bats which were kept there had become dislodged. Then later in the principal's office, an ashtray had fallen off. So all these things had registered somewhere in the teacher's mind, but she didn't pay too much attention to it. And these were actually signs that Carrie was coming into her powers of telekinesis. 
So next day, the teacher is very upset with the, all the other girls and she punishes each one of them. And she punishes all of them. Everyone in that class who were a part of that uh, a terrible incident is punished by the teacher. And all the students realize somewhere that what they did was wrong. So they uh, accept what she says. But there's one person called Christine, Chris Hagginson, who has always been Carrie's main tormentor. Chris just refuses to accept the punishment and she even tries to bring in her very influential father but nothing can be done and uh, Chris has to face further punishment by not being allowed to go to prom night. She's not allowed to attend prom night, something that all the students have been looking forward to for ages and that makes Chris extremely angry and she decides to take revenge on Carrie. So that is the second marker in the chain of events that is happening. In the meantime, one of the other students called Sue, who had also been a part of that shower stall incident, uh, feels a lot of remorse for what she's done. And to atone for it, she decides to ask her boyfriend to take Carrie to the prom. You know, it's actually a very kind gesture that Sue is trying to make, but that is also one of the factors which leads to that final terrible catastrophe. So Sue's boyfriend, Tommy, uh, after a lot of persuasion, goes and asks Carrie if, to, if he can take her to the prom. And, and initially, Carrie is very hesitant. She's very suspicious because she's never had anybody show any kind of kindness towards her. And any of these attempts that she has seen from others has always ended in a prank. So she just refuses to accept that somebody wants to take her to the prom. But later, uh, Tommy manages to convince her and Carrie is excited and she decides to sew a dress for herself. But she hides it from her mother because she knows her mother is not going to allow her. So, on the night of prom, Carrie and Tommy go together. Tommy is pleasantly surprised at how much he is enjoying Carrie's company. And Carrie's evening starts off beautifully. And she is with Tommy. She's talking to him. All her other classmates are there. They're not making fun of her for a change. She's part of them for the first time in her life. So Carrie is so happy. And uh, uh, during that evening, Carrie and Tommy are chosen as the prom king and queen. This actually is something that has been orchestrated by Chris and her boyfriend Billy. Because she wants Carrie on stage. So anyway, Carrie and Tommy are crowned and at the end of the evening, both of them go onto stage. They are standing there smiling. The entire hall is filled with students who are looking up to them. There's music playing and suddenly a bucket of pig's blood is overturned onto Carrie's head from high above by Chris. And Carrie is soaked in blood. She's soaked in red and she opens her eyes to a nightmare. She sees that everybody has started laughing. So Carrie is stunned. She's shocked and she's utterly humiliated. So she stumbles off the stage which just makes the others laugh more. And as Carrie is walking out, a teacher comes to stop her and Carrie pushes her away with her telekinetic power. Carrie gets out of the hall. In the meantime, a loose bucket has fallen on Tommy's head and he falls and he ultimately bleeds to death. So Carrie is outside. She is filled with rage. For once, she is filled with rage at what is happening to her, at what should never have happened to her. So with her powers, she closes all the doors to the hall and she locks them 
there starts a night of destruction a night of horrific events that kills more than 400 people the doors of the hall are closed the sprinklers are turned on and electric wires are torn apart and they fall onto the water so the students start getting electrocuted some of them somehow managed to run out a very few of them managed to run out and escape that fate amidst this chaos carrie walks home hoping to get validation from her mother whom she knows also hates the town people but unfortunately margaret has gone completely unhinged and uh, she tries to kill carrie with a knife it's so sad when you see this teenager who's trying to reach out to somebody anybody who can understand her anybody who can give her some kind of solace and everybody turns away from her and carrie kills her mother by stopping her heart and she walks out and carrie ultimately bleeds to death but not before she has destroyed the entire town there are explosions people are killed and like i said 400 people are killed in that town that night then there are statements in the book there are statements from the survivors of that night from the police and from long time residents and we get a birds eye view of what happened but the why of the tragedy still remains a matter of discussion among the town people the incidents of bullying that are mentioned through the story are heartbreaking and it seems inconceivable that children could be so cruel and vindictive this is a story of an unimaginable tragedy a story of untold pain and suffering of a young girl who should never have had to go through the hell her life was turned into the police reports and details of the studies done on carry in later years are presented quite dispassionately in the book but that starkness makes the cruelty and bullying more chilling and inhumane carry's story is a cry for understanding by a lonely teenager who was isolated bullied and abused both in school and at home and this is a story of hatred and revenge this is a story of what should never have been that dear listeners was carry by stephen king it was the fourth novel that he wrote but the first one that got published carry in fact has been considered as one of the four main novels that brought more public interest more mainstream interest to horror in literature so if you are interested the other three were exorcist rosemary's baby and the other this book is still is a very good read okay it's not very dated and it's not very long so carry by stephen king was the forgotten book of today if any of you are interested please do check it out go and read it and it is a gripping tale now i come to the next section i come to the book recommendation of the week if you liked the story of carry then i want to recommend another book that you will enjoy it's called the burning girls by cj tudor this book too has an unholy triangle of religion teenagers horror it's a chilling tale of passion betrayal and hatred there's a vicar jack brooks is a single parent who is appointed to the parish of chapelcroft and flo is the teenage daughter of the vicar who has to accompany her parent so these two land up in chapelcroft and they realize there is a very dark history to the place that they are at there's a history of 
girls being burned at the stake 500 years ago there's a history of a murder that has happened recently there's a history of a uh, disappearance of two girls and these two the vicar and the daughter land up right in the middle of all this this is a very very chilling tale and there are some brilliant twists that have been incorporated and you'll never guess it it makes it much more enjoyable okay and if you like to get into a good horror story then you should definitely go read the burning girls by cj tudor which was the book recommendation of the day okay so now we come to the end of this first episode of season 2 today's genre was horror and that too a book from the king of horror but i must say that i got really scared when i read stephen king's pet cemetery and thinner uh, carrie in fact made me quite sad deeply sad when i read it when i think of this young girl who's you know she's fumbling and floundering on her journey through life and no one extends an ounce of support to her so this book made me think a lot about bullying you know and how it's important to allow children to come home and talk about what they go through maybe if carrie's mother had supported her understood her you know this huge tragedy could have been avoided or maybe if the teachers in school had stepped in and when they had cautioned the bullies and had done something more then many lives could have been saved so that was my takeaway from carry my beautiful beautiful listeners hold your children close to you let them know that you love them how much you love them and how much they mean to you just love them on that note i want to bid you goodbye i'll be back next week with another forgotten book and another book recommendation You guys stay safe. See you next week. Bye-bye.